Let's talk about random things because why not? Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode. So today we have a very special guest with us, the one and only Christopher Stringer, who has an incredible story of resilience and perseverance to share with us. And he is the host of the awesome podcast called Hashtag Mind Your Business. So Chris is a cancer survivor who has faced numerous challenges throughout his journey, but has never given up. Instead, he has embraced the concept of anti-fragility and used it to become even stronger and more resilient in the face of adversity. Welcome to the show, Chris, and it's an honor to have you with us today. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? Uh, thank you for uh, having me on, first and foremost. Um, I appreciate that. And yeah, I appreciate the introduction, too. You know, that made me sound really, really good. So I might need to hire you as like a publicist or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, so um, Chris, can you start by telling us a little bit about your journey and how you discovered the concept of anti-fragility? Um, so my particularly more so focused on um, when I had when I found out I had cancer. I was about uh, 23 years old. I was pretty fairly young. Um, I was having issues like uh, like I was like throwing up blood, things like that. And I couldn't like eat anything. Um, so I was feeling like so I would like make I would be really hungry. I'd make some food and then I'd take like one bite and I'd like be full. And I was feeling bloated. And that happened for like, you know, maybe like a week straight. And so um I was like, man, I need to go to the doctor and kind of find out, you know, what's going on. So I ended up going to the doctor. Um, I tell, because whenever you, you're going through like uh, cancer, you have to go to like four different doctors and like specialists and things like that. And you have to like meet different practitioners, um, surgeons, things like that. So I, went, I met the first lady um, and I told her my symptoms. And she kind of looked she, like she, when I told her, she like looked at me like I was like I was a ghost or something, you know, and I was like, OK, like I didn't think it was that big of a deal for me. You know, I, I pretty much, um, you know, I had I thought it was like a stomach ulcer or something, something minor, something minor like that. I get some antibiotics and be cleared up. Um, another thing I would say too to people is don't go to WebMD. <laughs> that is the worst idea, because when you go there, it can make you think you have something you don't actually have. So um, either way, I'm going through the process, um, you know, so I see the second doctor um, and I think that was the oncologist, I believe. And she was kind of breaking down like the stages of cancer, like stage one, stage two, to, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I, it still didn't even hit me. You know what I mean? Like at that point, I'm still like, OK, like, I mean, why are they even kind of telling me this? And I'm like, I'm just I'm just I feel lively. I feel I'm moving around this and that. Um. Then they're finally like, all right, we're going to go ahead and like, you know, do a um, like like a colonoscopy, pretty much go inside your body and see if there's anything. Um, I end up getting that. And I, I'll never forget because uh, whenever I found out, um, it kind of felt like the Twilight Zone. You know, whenever like you it didn't even like it didn't even feel real. It was like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> you know, I was like, OK, so we were in the room. We're in the room and I'm with my mom and I'm still like on the anesthesia and I'm still feeling loopy and you know, just ups, ups and downs sideways. So 
he goes to my mom and he's like, I'm sorry, man, but your son has cancer, right? And so I'm like looking at him and then like he, it's like he kept repeating it or repeating it. And I was like, mom, why does he keep saying it over and over again? I was like, I heard him the first time. So that's what that, that it felt surreal whenever I found out I had it. But in regards of like, you know, actually persevering and pushing through, um, you know, I think in life, sometimes we when it comes to like mental health and things like that and stress and anxiety, um, people like really have to understand that, you know, you life, regardless of whatever you do in life, there's stress and you're going to be anxious in certain situations. Um, you just can't allow those things to over overtake, you know, the actual path you're trying to go on or overtake your mind and spirit to where you're unable to control it and it controls you. So I'm big on like being able to control the situation, to be able to control my emotions, to be able to control those things because um, there's going to be situations that come about in life that you're not going to be able to control. So the only you have to control what you can control. <laughs> And the one thing that you actually have control over is your emotions, your spiritual being, and your mindset. Um, all those other things that happen, the outside factors, those things are going to happen. But you can't allow those outside factors to disrupt your mind, body, and your spirit, and, you know, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, wow, Chris, um, your story is incredibly inspiring and a testament to power of resilience and positivity. Yeah. Now... <laughs> Um, what were some of the biggest challenges you faced during your cancer journey and how did you stay motivated and focused during those difficult times? Um, that's a great question. Um, my biggest, the biggest, uh, hurdles I had going on and like, this is things like, like people wouldn't even believe if I told you, um, I lost a lot of friends. Um, whenever you're going through something, you know, whether it's traumatic or serious, or, you know, any, any, any sort of thing of that nature, people's true colors come out, you know? So like friends that you thought might support you, didn't support you. I, I had friends that I lived with, that I was roommates with, you know, they didn't even come see me in the hospital. And I was like, dang, like, what the heck? Like they blame work or this and that. And there's other factors that go, go on behind that. But it was nothing that like I did, did to that person to where they would have a reason not to come see me, you know, like I'm not that type of person, but, uh, there was things like that. And, you know, you start really evaluating, you know, the people you're around, the things that you're doing, like, you know, the energy that you're giving off, the energy that you're allowing in your life. And you really, it, it changes everything. So that was like one of, that was one of the hurdles was, you know, the, the relationships and friendships I had with certain people. And some people I had to let go because it's just, they weren't right for me. Um, and then just basically the health the health side of it, it was just, it was hard, you know, pushing through certain situations. And then, you know, as your physical health is going, you know, your mental health, your mind, you start thinking things in your mind. And I think that was probably the biggest hurdle was to make sure that, you know, like, hey, you're going to make it through this and convince yourself of that. Like, you know, because like, regardless, you know, we're all human at the end of the day, no matter how strong you are, and what you've been through. Um, personally for me, you know, it was like my whole mind was fine. 99% of my mind was fine. Right. But then there's that one, that tiny little voice. There's like, you can't make it. You can't, you know, and it's like, you can't allow it. And it's like, and it doesn't go away until 
the cancer is like gone, you know, like, but when you have it, you just don't know what's going to happen. And you're, you're kind of, you're kind of just stuck in limbo. So I think that was probably one of the hardest parts was just making sure my mind was right. Because I've talked to plenty of doctors and plenty of people too, as well, that have had people that passed away from cancer. Some people beat it. Um, and they're saying the, the biggest thing was the mindset. I had a doctor tell me that, you know, some people come in with stage four, which is like the danger, danger zone, like where like, you know, you have a low, low chance of living. And then also on top of that, um, the cancer is in two parts of your body. So that's what stage four is for people that like don't know, like the different levels of it. So, um, so whenever, you know, it's like I've had people come in with stage four, only like a 10% chance of living and then made it through. And then I've had people come in with stage one and then they passed away because the mental fortitude they weren't able to push through and they allowed those negative thoughts to take over and so when when they really when they say mind over matter that really is a, tr a true statement <laughs> my another question here is how did you maintain a positive mindset throughout your journey and what role did your support system play in helping you stay motivated and inspired uh well first and foremost for me it was you know i, I kept jesus in my life i kept um, my faith in my life to be able to um, get through those tough times whenever you're in a dark place. And the great, the I, the blessing I did have is that he showed it to me early, to where he showed me the symptoms early. Some people don't get the show the symptoms until like stage four or things like that, you know. So mm -hmm. that's a big deal. Yeah. And then on top of that, um, you know, I, I had a, I had a great support system. You know, both of my parents, my brother, sister, and I had a lot of people. You know, as much as I said that, you know, I had to cut people off and I think those people weren't supposed to be there in the first place. I, outside of that, I had a lot of people that were supporting me, praying for me, uh, sending me messages, letting me know um, that, you know, you can push through. And that that really helped a lot. So I would say, you know, if, if you want to have a positive mindset and for me, mm -hmm. what kept my positive mind state was my faith and then the support system of people that I had around me. Um, that were supporting me. I couldn't imagine, like, you know, if you're a person that's going through it by yourself or going through it, you know, like, then you don't have anybody there to be there for you. Um, yeah, that'd be, a, that'd be a tough struggle. But I would say, you know, for me, that was personally for me, it might be different for everybody else. Those were the things that kept me positive, you know. But I think that for other people outside of myself, to keep you positive, mm -hmm. you just got to find things that truly make you happy outside of just worldly things you know so um that's just that's just uh my perspective on that <laughs> yes i really agree with you regarding on that because number one rule is first god and second is the family and the third is friends because you know what i have also experience on that when you're having a hard time and you were expecting that the person is always there beside you is your friend but it's not <laughs> but all the time it's like you always realize that when you're really down, you always have God and your family. And I'm so glad that there is a support system with the family and at the same time, God as your faith. So, yes. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta yeah. have something because, you know, True. you can only, I mean, there's only a, so much amount of money you can get in this world that can make you as happy as you think you're going to be. So, True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really agree with you that. Thank uh -huh. you so much for this, Chris. And also, I have another question is, 
What advice do you have for listeners who are dealing with their own health issues or other life changes? And how can they develop an anti-fragility mindset and find strength in the face of adversity? Um, so for me, the advice I would have for them if they're going through any of their own health issues, um, really spend some time alone, um, be introspective about yourself and the mistakes that you made, the good things you've done, celebrate yourself, but also, you know, question the things that you did and figure it out and really um, focus on the people that you have around you, you know, and really mm -hmm. um, pay attention to that because, you know, having the wrong people around you, you know, can take you down and having the right people around you can lift you up, True. you know? So, you know, the, one of the great sayings that I've heard was, you know, If you hang around five millionaires, you're bound to be the sixth, you know? So, you know, it's all, it's all about who you surround yourself with because that's who you are. Um, and for the, for them to help them like kind of develop that mind state, I mean, you, you, like I said, you kind of have to be alone and just, you know, kind of make yourself uncomfortable too, you know, like don't do the same old things every day because you do the same things every day consistently over and over again for first of all it's like you know repetition repetition it's just like you're just you're not you're not actually living you're just alive you know so if you make yourself uncomfortable you kind of find out a lot more things about yourself and you're able to comprehend and kind of understand things in a different perspective in a different light that can help you create that confidence of having that knowledge and wisdom that can also help you with the path of becoming healthier too as well. Um, like I said, mind over matter. I think people don't take into account how powerful your mind is over everything else you have going on. Um, you know, there's people that weren't able to walk and they worked hard and hard and hard years after years and now they're able to walk. That was their mind. You know, that was their mind uh, being able to persevere through those things and through that the trials and tribulations of what's going on and not being able to walk or not having this and not having that. So um, if you just you push through and persevere and, you know, pay attention to who's around you and make sure the people that are around you are only lifting you up. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, they're kissing your butt or anything like that. I'm just saying that, you know, like, yeah, like they're, they're, they're always support you and you have friends too, as well, that are um, kind of, uh, that still, you know, question, you know, things that you do too, because you're going to need advice from them. Um, just don't have a whole bunch of yes men around you that just say yes and yes and yes to everything you do. That's not good either. So you need to have people still kind of question you to help you become that better person than you were yesterday. Okay. So Chris, what role do you think self-care plays in building resilience and anti-fragility? And how do you prioritize self-care in your own life? Uh, me prioritize, prioritize self-care. <laughs> That's like a trick question to me. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. uh, but, uh, more so I think, I think your diet and all of that plays a part, you know, they, you know, another saying mm -hmm. I have like a lot of health is well, yeah, health is well, uh, you are what you eat. I mean, you go down the list, right. Um, but that is true. I yeah. think, you know, if you're not eating healthy, um, you're going to live a, a much more unhealthy lifestyle. Let's say it like that. If you're eating wings and pizza every day and drinking soda, um, <laughs> I feel like your insides are like screaming at you not to do that, you know, or you're drinking yeah, drinks yeah, all the yeah. time. So, but, but like within all that, you know, your insides are screaming at you. And this is like more of a spiritual thing. I think also you're mm -hmm. 
it, like it's going to scream at you so much that it's going to reflect on how you live your life, whether you become more lazy, whether you're more uh, or whether mm-hmm. you're you're more aggressive you're you know, if you have less patience or if you have anxiety, I mean, that can it can have probably it could probably most likely affect that, too. You know, like the things that you're eating can also probably affect anxiety and mental health and all all, all of that that's going on right now. But if you, you know, if you have a, I think if you have a steady um, regimen of things that you eat, you know, I'm not saying you can't eat pizza and wings ever, but if you're doing that like on an everyday mm-hmm. basis, it's like, that's, that's killer. You know, you're going to have to re- sprinkle some vegetables and fruits in there, some smoothies or something, you know, water, whatever, whatever you're, right. Yeah. You need to bring that in there. <laughs> yeah. And then for me in my life, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm pretty, I'm getting better at it. Um, I'm in this uh, 16 week program for doing this yoga stuff with this girl that I know. Oh, that's yes, great. She has that's me great. doing some um, eating healthier things um, and doing that as well. So that's kind of clearing up, um, probably making my spirit cleaner too, as well on top of that. And then also just helping me have more energy to do the things that I want to do. And I'm pretty busy person all the time anyway. So I definitely need as much energy as that, as, as I can have to do all the things that I'm doing. So, uh, yeah, that's how it's kind of how I'm doing it in my life. And, you know, I think if you can kind of emulate it, then you can do the same. You know, I was always told to as well. Um, just don't, you know, I was, I listen, I grew up on Jay-Z and Jay-Z said, don't follow me, follow my moves. So don't be exactly like him, you know, but do the things that he's doing because mm-hmm. he's doing wash, rinse, repeat, but do it in your own way, you know, and he's showing, he's showing you how to do mm-hmm. it. So don't try to take your own path in certain situations and certain businesses or certain healthcare things. Just wash, rinse, repeat. Do what somebody else is doing, and but just do it your own way, and then everything will change. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that is really interesting regarding on self care, especially you have to do balancing, because sometimes if we like um, give more time on, especially on working, and then you have no more time to yourself, then you might be ending up like something that feeling that you're just so empty because you've been doing it all the yeah. time like every day and then you've been like you forgot about yourself yeah exactly it just and you're just you're like almost like an empty vessel walking around you don't want that and you want to make sure that you're living every day to the fullest and mm-hmm. i think that's the, the yeah. best that's more so the the best way to put it because you don't want to have any you know yeah. you don't want to have any regrets nothing's worse than like man like I go back to work on Monday and then True. it's like you had all this weekend to do all this stuff and you didn't do it. And you're like, man, like, I wish I could go back. But that's the thing about time. You can't go back. So that's yeah. just the most ruthless, person, most ruthless being in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there is this kind of word or a term that's like YOLO. You only live once. So people were been with um like using YOLO as like, OK, yeah, I'm I'm going to. You know, I'm going to die anyway, so I have to do this, mm-hmm. I have to do that. And then it's not really to be exact that you have to do the things which is bad. But all you have to do, or you have to focus on doing it in a good way. Like eating healthy foods. Like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, you mm-hmm. don't have to eat pizza or buffalo wings or whatever. Um, junk food <laughs> things. Like every day. All you have to do is balance. And that's how self-care works. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just uh mm-hmm. make sure make sure you're also exercise too. I forgot to put that in there. Exercise yeah. is always good too. Uh, and I'm not saying you have to go out there and pump all this iron, but at least you know get us to go walk in or 
get your heart rate going a little bit. You know, that's, that's always mm-hmm. good too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Chris, how has your experience with cancer impacted your perspective on life? And what are some of the valuable lessons you have learned? Uh, man, it's really, um, it's changed my whole perspective. It made me realize that it makes you really feel, um, one thing is it makes you feel really mortal, you know? So when you're younger, probably like from like 18, I, I, this is how I was, from like 18 to 23, obviously when you're younger, but when you're 18 to 23, it's like you're like on top of the world. You're like at your physical peak. You just moved out. You're in school. You're you're finally getting you like your first taste of freedom, but you're like have so much energy on top of, on top of that as well. Um, I think it really just changed my whole, my whole thought process on dealing with life. You know, it's like, cause reality comes so quick whenever something like that happens. And, and it's like, you have to really evaluate, sit down. All right, what am I going to do? Um, and then you have to come to reality to yourself too, as well as that I might not make it. So what am I going to do? Like, you know, on top of that. And that's when the, that's when the reality really sets in, sets in on your heart. And you're just like, okay, um, I have to really look at, look at what's around me, what's in front of me, what I want to do, how I'm going to do it. And you're thinking like all these questions in like, basically like a five second span, because you're just, you're so anxious and have so many, it's so much anxiety within that point. Um, um, lessons I could tell people is that, you know, don't give up. Don't ever give up. That is the biggest one. Um, don't allow that little voice inside your head or the little voices around you. Um, I heard this term, this guy called, called flying monkeys. Don't allow them to come into your life and and take you down to their to their level or try to take you down, things like that. And, you know, keep God first. That's always, that's always in there. Keep, keep him in there. Keep um, your faith in there. Because honestly, you know, whenever you look at the world and everything going on, especially now, um, if you don't, if you can't see God now, then I don't know what to tell you. But then on top, so uh, that's, that's, um, that's uh, another thing as well. And I think, I think that might be it for right now. I can't even think of many lessons I could really tell people, uh, Cause it's like one of those things that when you, when you go through it, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's shocking and it's hard to explain to people because they, it's hard to put somebody in that mind state. The only thing I can tell you is if you have any types of symptoms or anything like that, you know, definitely go get checked, you know, like that's probably. The yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> I really so, agree with you with that because, mm-hmm. um, there are times also when you are when you feel so like when you feel sick and then you're really scared and going to the hospital or going to the doctor to get some checkup. Maybe there would be a possible, you know, possible result that is not that good. So mm-hmm. we have to fight that kind of yeah. It's uh... when you are going to fight that that scared thing, the scared feeling. Yeah, I know. I know. Me. Yeah. You just got to fight back, you know, faith over fear on that one, uh, because, you know, it's not you have to just know that, you know, whatever, you have to just believe in yourself. That is probably the biggest lesson. You can I believe in yourself, because if you don't, 
And, you know, that could be a detriment to you. And I mean, it's, and the thing is, whenever you don't believe in yourself, if it comes to that and you don't believe in yourself, it probably transfers to everything and other things you do in life too. So you'll always be in the same rut. And if you're complaining about being in the same rut and you're not going out there to try, if you're not changing anything, I don't want to hear you complaining. It's like, you're just complaining and complaining and complaining, but doing the same thing. Well, you're going to, that means you're always going to be complaining if you're doing the same thing over and over again. So until you try to go out there and change it and, you know, put that belief in yourself, make yourself uncomfortable. You're going to be doing the same thing. And that translates to the cancer stuff too, as well. You know, if you, if you do have it, you know, you have to, and it's, you know, it's, I wouldn't say it's kind of harsh, I guess you could say how I'm how I might phrase it, but realistically you have to be harsh because I can't, I won't, I'm, when you have cancer, you don't have time to talk like pretty little lies to somebody because time is ticking. So it's like, you have have to be more straightforward and straight up with the person and let them know like hey this is what it is i'm not saying be mean but you're gonna have to let the person like this is the reality so um you're gonna have to buckle your buckle your boots up or whatever they say strap them up and then you're gonna have to fight through this because um it's not gonna be easy and it's not easy but you can make it through there's other people that have done it you can do it too um and that's what you have to you know, tell yourself. <laughs> yes. Right, Chris. Okay. So what are some of the key takeaways that you hope listeners will gain from your story and your message of anti-fragility? Um, man, I hope they take away that they're, they're a beautiful person <laughs> and, and that don't ever let anyone tell you that you're not, you know, um, um, stay true, be honest, um, stay strong in faith in your family, uh, pay attention to everyone around you, you know, all the, all the subtleties cause subtleties cause small things eventually turn into big things. If you don't pay it, if you don't address it early, <laughs> um, and, uh, just stay strong, believe in yourself and never give up. That's the biggest thing. You know, I have a clothing brand called audio apparel and my main thing is never give up. And it was kind of created from that cancer uh, situation. So um, just never give up, keep pushing. And, you know, whenever you get to the other side, um, you'll realize that it, it wasn't as hard as you thought it was. You know, your mind is kind of keeping you back from achieving things that you're able to achieve. And I was watching a video and Nipsey Hussle said it great. You know, he said, you know, he said, keep working, keep working. And then he said, one day you realize that you're closer to the end goal than you were at the beginning of when you started. So it's easier to just to keep going and make sure you get to that end goal than to turn back around and start all over. Who wants to do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, Chris, your story is incredibly inspiring. And, yeah, everyone's journey is unique. And how do you recommend finding and staying true to your own personal values and goals, even in the face of adversity? Uh, big, big one. Believe in you. That's huge. And don't listen. Don't allow people to tell you that you can't do something. Only, you know, only, you know, you're capable of everything, you know, and don't allow any outside noise. I call it the third voice. Don't allow the third voice to, um, bring you down to a level that you're not really at, you know, um, Cause that's, cause that's a bigger thing than anything with, especially with all these opinions and everything we have out here in this world now with 
you know, TikTok and all these shows and blah, blah, blah. It's like people kind of live their life off of that. Sometimes you got to just turn that off and and do you, you know, and then once you do you and you can um, go out there in this world and, um, you know, whether it's networking or whether it's like a relationship or whether it's this or whether it's going through cancer, whether you're trying to achieve a goal, um, stay focused on your goal. You know, a great example is I have a friend that, you know, he was with this girl for three months. They ended up moving together. Right. And it was just like, well, everybody's crazy. That's fast. That's fast. Well, now they're five years deep and they're about to have their first kid this year and they're married. So it's like it, it only has to make sense to you two or to yourself is what I'm really getting at. It only has to make sense to you. Everybody else is everybody else. They're going to say what they say. Um, and if, they, if they're going to say, I told you so after after something bad happens, then that's really not your friend anyways. So, um, you know, it only has to make sense to you. It only has to make sense to your partner. So if it makes sense to you and it actually can work and benefit you in the long run, in the long term, and put you on a five or 10 year plan or where you see your life going, then go towards it. And, you know, don't listen to anybody else. And I think that's also just like growing pains too. As you get older and older, you start caring less and less what people think. And you realize that, man, like life is real out here. I got to pay all these bills. I got to do this. I'm not listening to them, you know? So, you know, just personally, just keep pushing, stay strong. Don't listen to other people say and believe in yourself. Wow, I'm really, really glad about this. And it's really an open, you know, lesson for us all. I really agree with that, with your thoughts too. What's next for you? And what are your goals and aspirations moving forward? And how do you plan to continue inspiring others with your story? Um, so the next things for me is I have my show, um, you know, Mind Your Business, where I interview entrepreneurs. Um, I've been mm-hmm. doing that. I'm on mm-hmm. my, I just finished my second season. It's going great. Um, wow. Um, I'm on like, I think I'm like 47 episodes deep. Um, I record it live. Wow. Yeah. I record it live and then I record it like on video as well. Um, so it's pretty cool on YouTube. Shout out to myself on that. Um, I also make music. Um, I've been doing it for a while, but this is my last album. I'm going to finish out. I have music out on YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, any streaming service you can think of is there. Um, it's called Kiss the Fame Goodbye. Um, going to be like 35 songs. So give me, bear with me, give me some time. I think I've only finished five. Um, so we're going to go through that. And, um, my main goal is to, you know, just make as much money as possible. Um, so I can save and invest. And then eventually when I find my wife, whoever that lucky lady is going to be, um, <laughs> we'll kind of take it from there. And that's where I kind of see my life going here in the next five to 10 years. Um, stability is kind of the main thing. Um, outside of and outside of like inspiring people, um, I do work with cancer organizations. So I, I do have my hands in that, the breast cancer awareness. So I'm like a youth ambassador for them. And I previously worked for another one called uh, Tacos for Cancer. Um, I was the youth ambassador for that one as well. It was with a former NFL player. Um, he had he had cancer and ended up beating it. Um, we ended up connecting. And I worked with him for like four or five years. Um, and then after that, I kind of want to create my own um, cancer organization, um, nonprofit, um, and kind of really go to the, the nitty gritty of it and really, uh, show people reality, you know, people that have like terminal, uh, cancer, you know, that they almost feel like they're pretty much gone. So people can understand that and not really take anything for granted, you know? And I think that's kind of what we do 
we do we do it with life we do it with our time we do it to people and if you're doing those things it's like you're never really going to grow and prosper and become that person that you're supposed to be because you're always going to be in a like a take advantage manipulative state all the time and if you're always in that fog in that area you're living your life that way that's not good so you got to be able to not do those things and you know actually um it's pretty much kind of just have a wake-up moment because if you're taking things for granted it's it's going to really hurt you in the long run and it's like one of those things that if you're doing things like that you're i feel like that person's head head is in the sand and then eventually when they come out and they realize that oh man i was doing the wrong thing all those people that they were doing them to are going to be gone you know so uh don't take anybody for granted and, you know, stay focused on your path. And um, those are some of the things I want to do to kind of help, you know, inspire people and to help people uh, push forward, whether it is cancer survivors or there's people going through cancer or any type of disease or just going through any type of mental health, mental illness or anything like that, or just anything in general, financial struggles, you know, um, just know it's always going to be okay at the end of the day. And that's the perspective and the mind state I want to inspire and pass on to people. Wow, that that is very inspirational, Chris. You're so amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. So now, before we wrap up, Chris, we'd love for you to tell our listeners where they can find more of your work. You have a fantastic video podcast and social media presence. And we want to make sure our audience knows where to go to learn more from you. Yeah. Um, so my Instagram, um, it's Chris, C-H-R-I-S underscore audio, A-U-D-I-O. Um, and honestly, for every pretty much every social media, I was lucky enough that that name was not taken by anybody. So I use that same name pretty much for all social media. So if you want to find me, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, my YouTube is um, literally called Mind Your Business. That is my YouTube link. And then I have another YouTube, Chris, Audio, Chris underscore audio as well. Um, and those are like the main social medias that I kind of dabble with is Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, TikTok, same thing. I think TikTok is also Chris underscore audio. Um, if it's not that, it's probably audio's world. <laughs> so and then I also have my uh, Mind Your Business page where it's more so exclusively focused on my podcast. You can follow that one. That one's called um, Audio's World, A-U-D-I-O-S underscore W-O-R-L-D, the number 13. <laughs> so Audio's World 13. So you can follow that as well. Um, we got some major things coming. I got some big moves I'm making right now. So I'm just excited for the future and everything that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. So I have a few sponsors for my show. I should have shouted them out. Um, Paradiso Vacay. It's a, a timeshare company. Um, you basically can go to almost all the countries in South America um, on a basically a timeshare. And you go out there and it's all uh, either alcohol inclusive or non-alcoholic inclusive. Everything's free. Um, it's $550 for two people, um, $700 for four people. So if you want to go out with your friends, your boys, your 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 ladies, your girlfriends, uh, your family, or just your you know girlfriend or boyfriend. Um, definitely go out there and try that out. Um, and then also I have um, Dope and Dedicated. It is a, a clothing brand um, out in Austin, Texas. 
Um, basically, it is for cool dads, you know, the abbreviation dope, a dedicated dad. <laughs> so and that's what that's what kind of inspired it. Um, and he's supporting, he's doing big things out there and I love it. And then I also have another clothing brand that uh, sponsors me called you wear. Um, it's more of a athletic brand wear. Um, so he's a mentor of mine too, money. Mike, I call him. Um, he helps me out with a lot of things I have, um, helps me with advice to getting me to the next step. And I appreciate it all. So, you know, those are the, the few sponsors that I do have. I'm working on some more sponsorships right now, y'all. So just be patient. You know, so we're, we're trying to blow it up. So, yeah, for sure. That's really awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us, Chris. Also, listeners, be sure to check out Chris' a video podcast and follow them on social media for more insights and inspiration. We'll also include links to their content in the show notes for this episode, so you can easily find them. Thank you again for being a wonderful guest, Chris. And we wish you all the best in your future endeavors. Hey, I appreciate it. And I appreciate you having me on. I definitely, I might have to bring you on to my show too, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, um, it's really an, an honor, of course. <laughs> yeah, sure. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of our podcast. We hope that you found Chris' story and insight as inspiring as we did. Remember, in the face of adversity, it's important to cultivate a mindset of resilience and anti-fragility. When we face challenges and obstacles, we have the opportunity to become stronger and more resilient than we were before. We can choose to view these challenges as opportunities for growth and learning and use them to propel ourselves forward in life. So, if you're facing a tough situation right now, remember that you have the strength and resilience to overcome it. Surround yourself with positive people. Keep a growth mindset and never give up. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. Like this show? Please leave us a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcast so we know how we're doing. And don't forget to follow the podcast so you never miss an episode.